Hello, this is Len Tengis welcoming you to the iPodcast AGCMO Weekly Podcast. In each episode, we'll feature information about a contractor, specialty contractor, supplier, contracting agency, owner, or legislative or regulatory issue pertinent to the construction industry in Missouri. We'll feature industry professionals and other construction industry representatives to help our listeners stay up to date with current and future trends in construction. So here we go. Welcome back to iPodcast AGCMO. We have a new session of the Missouri State Legislature ready to kick off for 2020. So to talk about what may be coming down the road in 2020, our guest today is our Vice President for Advocacy and Public Relations, Denise Hasty. Denise, thanks for taking time today. Thanks for inviting me. Let's sort of start with a primer on how the legislature works. What does a legislative year look like? I think it starts actually in December and runs till mid-May, so could you sort of walk us through that whole timeline? The official legislative session runs 17 weeks, and this year it starts on January the 8th. But prior to any session, there is a time period called pre-filing that always starts on December 1st. So there's always a rush on the first day or the first business day of December to file bills. What are the advantages for pre-filing a bill? Are there any? Status, urgency, a sense of this is real important. I don't think that it gives any bill a jump start to session. It just looks good. It just looks good. Okay, so we've got through pre-filing now. We're towards the end of December. Where are we going now? They can continue to file bills actually until March 1st. But again, legislative session starts on Wednesday, January the 8th, and they'll start introducing bills. Even though they've been filed, they have to be formally introduced in each of the chambers, whichever chamber it starts in. So they'll go through that process and assign the bill to a committee, and therefore it starts through the process of passage. Who makes that committee assignment? The In the House, the House Speaker does, and in the Senate, it'd be the President Pro Tem. Okay. And then spring break is March 23rd through the 27th this year. It's about a week later than normal. That's technically about halfway through session. It's a measure by some of uh, the important things we try to get done before spring break, usually priorities, gubernatorial priorities sometimes. And sometimes we we don't get them done till the end hour. So it's sort of, you either get them done by spring break or they wait till the end of the session. So we get to spring break, then session ends when? May 15th, Friday, May 15th at 6 p.m. No more business can be conducted without calling a special session. So the pace picks up incredibly after they come back from spring break because they know time is limited. And then it becomes a measure of deciding which bills are more important, which ones get hearings, which ones get floor time. All of that becomes a measure by leadership in each of the chambers. Okay, so we're just at the very beginning of that. However, even before pre-filing, you need to start working on what AGC of Missouri's legislative priorities are. Yes, we begin that process in August of each year. So we pull out the AGC Missouri crystal ball and the Governmental Affairs Policy Committee sits down with our lobbying team and we discuss, in this case, we discuss the 2019 legislative agenda and we 
looked at it issue by issue, what issues should remain, which ones are still germane, which ones we tweak, which ones we don't do anything to. And then we talked to the lobbyists about what they hear, what they hear on the inside, the, the inside scoop, if you will. And then we begin to add other pieces of or other issues to the legislative agenda. And then we do a second round of review after everyone has uh, written their parts and we do a final tweak and then refer it to the board and then the board adopts it usually in their either October or November board meeting. So we've gone through that process. It's been written, adopted by the board. What are the changes? The one major change this year, of course, we tweaked transportation funding to update the status of things. Because in pre-filing, there's already, what, 11 or 12 bills filed about transportation funding? There in are a significant number, yes. We tweak things like the transportation issue that doesn't go away. But, you know, of course, we passed some legislation last year and we've gotten a couple of major grants. And so we gave kudos to the legislators. We talked about what those grants mean, but that it's still not completely funded infrastructure programs. So we tweaked that one. The new issue that the AGC has put into its legislative agenda this year is the prescription drug monitoring program. Missouri is the only state in the country that doesn't have one. And we do have a serious opioid epidemic. The opioid epidemic is tied pretty closely to the suicide rate. And we all know, having come through the September suicide prevention campaign, that the construction industry is hit pretty heavily by both the opioid uh, abuse and the suicide rate. So the members of the Governmental Affairs Committee didn't believe we could sit on the sidelines on this issue any longer. It's important to the industry, and we need to make sure that Missouri isn't a standalone state in this respect. So even though that appears to be a non-construction issue, it really is a workforce issue. It certainly is. So that that was a big change. I consider it a big change because it's something we have never engaged in. We've stood on the sidelines and sort of pretended that it didn't exist for us or it wasn't an issue for us. And it's also a highly debated issue. There's legislators on both sides and and they're either supportive or or very opposed. It's a big brother type issue. What are some of the other issues that the Governmental Affairs Policy Committee has on the legislative agenda for this year? Well, a lot of repeats. A lot of, of what's in the legislative agenda are sort of standalone tenets of the AGC of Missouri's policies. But uh, transportation funding is certainly one of them. And if we could talk for just a minute about a few of the bills that have been filed. By the way, I'll point out that as of Friday of last week, there were 839 pieces of legislation pre-filed in the first 13 days of December. Have to have your reading glasses in good shape. You do. And probably some Mm no-dos. So transportation funding, right now there are four motor fuel tax bills that have been filed. The 2 plus 2 plus 2 bill that we've seen several years running, there's a 10 cent per gallon phased in over five years. And then Senator Leibluff from Poplar Bluff, who's the transportation chair in the Senate, as well as just a huge advocate for transportation funding, he's in his final session uh, before he's termed out under state law. And he has filed a two cent a gallon increase on gasoline and a six cent a gallon increase on 
diesel fuel that also includes indexing according to the CPI. So that's a real key component, that indexing. We all know if we'd have done that back in the 90s, we wouldn't be having this discussion today. There's also another bill that would take a half a cent of sales and use taxes and put it into the state road fund, and that would be phased in over five years. And then there's a, a version of increasing licensing fees adjusted every three years with the CPI index as well. I don't know which of those, if any of those have legs, there certainly will be more filed along the way. That's just where we stand as of today. And those will be combined, amended, et cetera, et cetera, as we go through the session. It'll be a long process. How about anything else? Another issue that we're watching, it's not one that the AGC typically engages on, but we're watching its outcome, and that would be the Wayfair decision fix. Missouri and Florida are the only two states without such a fix, and that is the Wayfair decision was a court decision where you no longer would have to have a brick-and-mortar building as the nexus for determining sales and use tax being charged. So the Wayfair decision, otherwise known as the internet sales tax. Correct. And Missouri and Florida, again, are the only two states that don't have that component in purchasing. And so we've tried several several sessions in a row to pass a Wayfair fix, and it hasn't happened. There's a lot of resistance, but there's also, it's a lot of money that the state is missing out on. And so uh, there have been several bills filed we will see where those revenues end up going. That's the scramble, is that there are a lot of constituencies who are really vying for those revenue dollars. That's why we're watching it, because right now, none of those bills filed put any of that money toward infrastructure funding, but there's always that possibility. It could go to general fund, it could go to education, it could go to transportation, it could go anywhere. Exactly. And so we're watching to see who files what bills. And right now, none of them would help with transportation infrastructure, but there could be. So we'll watch. Well, anything else? Well, there are also, and again, this is another issue that the AGC doesn't get involved in typically, but we're watching very closely. There have been four bills filed thus far on initiative petition and referendum reform. And, of course, we're interested in these because of the many times that we've had to go for infrastructure funding to a vote of the people. The reason those bills are even being filed at this point is because, if you recall, in 2018, we had three different versions of medical marijuana on the same ballot. And that's a confusing issue for the electorate, but it's also something that I don't think the General Assembly really wants to see happen again. And then both on the MMJ, the medical marijuana case, and the clean legislation for Missouri ethics updates and reform, they both had a lot of outstate money involved in them. And I think the General Assembly is looking to at least put some controls on that. So we're watching because the end result of any of these reforms could impact us in the future as we look for more funding for transportation. That whole interplay between initiative petition and the legislative process you described earlier is a very interesting dynamic in what responsibilities legislators have to legislate or how much control the people have over what goes on the ballot. So it's a hard balancing act. It certainly is. Many times you'll find the legislators don't want to take that hard vote. 
they they do have a fiduciary responsibility, or at least we believe that they do, to fund infrastructure and other key components that the government is supposed to provide. But because we have what is known as the Hancock Amendment, which is a threshold by which you cannot increase revenues for the state without a vote of the people, some legislators have turned that around to say, well, if we take a vote on something that's below that Hancock limit, then they believe they've skirted the Hancock or the take it to the people issue side of things, when in fact that's their responsibility. What is AGC of Missouri doing to impact any of these? I know you've got a piece of paper you're passing out. I know you've got the legislative agenda. What does AGC do to actually make a difference during the legislative session? We have uh, both. um, I'm a registered lobbyist, and I'm in the Capitol some of the time. And we have two lobbyists on the ground every day in the Capitol, meeting with legislators, going to hearings. We testify. I testify. They testify in support or opposed to legislation. We have members who make the trip to Jefferson City to testify on legislation, particularly when it's really a contractor issue. And neither I nor either of our lobbyists have been a contractor before. So it's good to have the actual contractor speak to the issue and how it impacts them. Now, Speaking of how it impacts an individual, we also have six contractor speak-up series days in the Capitol that are scheduled, two in February, two in March, and two in April. And these are days where we are asking members to personally come down. And by members, I don't mean the CEO of the company necessarily. He he or she are certainly welcome. But everybody who works for an AGC member is impacted by the bills that are passed in the state legislature that impact construction. So whether it is the receptionist or whether it is a field worker or your estimator, all of them are impacted when legislation hurts or helps the industry. So we're asking that those individuals sign up for one of these six dates and come to Jefferson City. We will debrief them briefly before they go to the Capitol, and they will meet with their specific House rep and senator. As the constituent who votes for that individual, they carry a lot of weight. Number one, they took the time to come to the Capitol. Number two, these guys are going to be in an election come the end of this year. So they are going to be listening to their constituents. It's important Hearing from somebody who actually is going to walk in the ballot box is a lot different than hearing from you or me or a lobbyist. Correct. We, we fill the, the void that when they need education about an issue, what the constituent, the individual can do is say, hey, this is important to me because they don't have to understand the depth of the issue and get down in the weeds. They just need to say, look, this is important to my company. I'm a member of the AGC of Missouri. It's important to the industry, and I'm here to tell you it's important. Knowing that, how do I sign up for one of those? Take a look at the weekly BuildMo newsletter. Go to the bottom of that email. Bottom left corner is the advocacy column, and you will find a link to the form there. And then the form tells you everything you need to do and where to send it in. Well, Denise, there's lots of work ahead for this session. I know that we'll be doing additional podcasts during the session to keep people informed of how these different processes are moving forward and continue to keep folks informed. So thank you, good luck, and I hope you have a perfect legislative year. 
We all hope that. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks again for listening. It's easy to subscribe to iPodcast AGCMO on any podcast platform, or you can always download any edition of iPodcast AGCMO at our website, www.agcmo.org. Thank you.